0: so much in our life. The this just ended the Survivor S.A. newsroom.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Oh. Yeah, just in case you guys are wondering there, Sean, actually, he did well this time around. He got the brief from the last time, and of course, Kieran's no stranger, so for those of you who don't know Kieran, uh, you don't know Survivor, so you shouldn't be watching our show. However, we do have a good cast here today. We've got Sean, he knows his thing. Like I said, hides under rocks, you don't know who he is. Sean, how's your following count? Has it improved since the last show? No,
2: I haven't checked. I can only imagine it's soaring. Yeah. <laughs> That's what
1: TNO, TNO does for you. And of course we've got Kieran. Kieran, you want to update to the people as to what you've been up to? I know there's a special something, something that you've been creating yourself, but I don't want to say it too much. I want you to tell the people.
0: Oh uh, yes, yes. So I mean I haven't been up too much. I'm I'm a house husband now. So if I was um on Survivor, my my lower third would read House Husband, which is um Actually, a goal that I've been striving to attain. So to have achieved it at the tender age of 30, I feel very, very blessed. Um, no, I have a podcast myself called The Self Starters. Uh, so that's, that's been keeping me busy. And I'm also moving to the UK. So I heard that there's a Survivor UK revival, and I thought I wanted a piece of that. So I'm making my way down to to London very, very soon. So thanks for ready. having me on the podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, thank you for joining us, um, getting ready for that international survivor season that a lot of people seem to be prepping for, by the way. I don't know if it's just rumors or some people even declined this current season just to in hope that they will one day play the international one. So I don't know if you know much about that, Kieran.
0: Mm-mm. That's uh, the first I, I've heard about it. To be honest, I don't really know much about the whispers behind the scenes. Um, but if there is an international season, ooh, that would be amazing yeah so i mean who, if you, who, if you, who turned who, who turned it uh, turned it down you, you you need to tell me this i mean uh, are um, we allowed
1: to share these secrets or is this exactly why people come into the show sean you, should we share the secret do we know also the, we don't know how reliable know. the sources are you don't know
2: do i know i don't think i know
1: you might know but uh, we, we, let's, let's let's not reveal that yet so before we kick off we do have a couple of people in the comments There, dino has joined us so i mean thank you dino i know you've been getting a lot of love last week sean just edged me out on a rock, paper, scissors, and you end up getting the, the golden spear. It was a close call. But um, we've also got Warren. We've got a heel Thank you. And Alex, he said, who's this Kieran, dude? Kieran, <laughs> what's going on here? We've this got a uh,
0: random guy talking about being a house husband. <laughs>
1: we've got Fadil saying, what's up, Kieran? Or should I actually say that wrong? More like, aware. Right, hey, everyone. The icebreaker for today. You know, we love starting an icebreaker. Would you rather have a cat with human hands or a dog with a human face? Sean, let's hear it
2: um always go dog i don't think i like i don't like cats so it would be weird with a human face but you know better than a cat always <laughs> um <laughs> i'd get a
0: cat with with human hands a cat, because cuddling a cuddling a dog with a human face would be weird as shit uh <laughs> I, 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 I wouldn't want any part of that any part <laughs> of that and and can the would the dog be able to talk because no, i mean just... if it's a human face and it's barking no 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 this is that's all kinds of creepy
1: that'd be yeah i wonder could, i mean are you able to teach a dog to talk that's the other thing if you know communicating wise because i mean the cat think about it you know cats slappy so this would legit be like a five star if you could teach him how to high five but also they could zap you at the same time maybe you get more communication out of the cat than you would out of the dog even though the dog had a face
0: you could teach the cat sign language Exactly. So I think if it's a cat, it would just be doing this the whole time. I don't think it would really care for yeah. anything else. Sorry, is this a family show? Just, uh, <laughs>
1: no, not a family show. This is uncut for the survivor super fans in case you're wondering. <laughs> so, oh, we forgot to mention Sean, seeing as your 20 follower account, let's hope it's soaring. Um, what should the people do in the comments or the ones joining us? What should they do? Come on.
2: Like, subscribe, tap the bell.
1: Yep, that's it. Well done. He's got it down. It's only his third episode
2: and he's killing it. <laughs>
0: I mean the level of enthusiasm for for tapping that bell, Sean. If I hadn't tapped already, I definitely wouldn't oh, have.
2: <laughs> I, I told Claudia last episode, I don't bring the enthusiasm. That's his job. No, he brings the no bullshit serious face uh,
1: to. our he he brings credibility, Karen. That's what we need. We need some sort of credibility, right? Week in focus, gentlemen. What do we think about these four week? I mean, four episodes a week. You've commented, Karen. It's a lot to digest. You're super glad you didn't commit uh, every week. By the way, there were other rumors that Karen was meant to be another. Co-host, but you know, this house husband duties did take preference, and I was just a part-time plan. The The dishwasher is
0: not going to pack itself, Claudia. That's (laughs) that's the truth. That's the (laughs) damn truth. I mean, I'll, I'll give you my opinion. I, I'm loving it. I think from an editing perspective, storytelling perspective, it just provides that much more room uh, to tell the story and, and some of the nuances in the votes and relationships and dynamics. So I think it's great. Um, you are obviously in the unenviable seat of having to then digest everything and provide some feedback at the end of the week. So from your perspective, it's a lot. But as a as a viewer just enjoying the season, it's great. It's funny how... Um, Every Thursday, it's like, oh, flip, I still have to wait so long for Monday, right? Which we're so blessed. We're getting four times, well, actually 50% more episodes than we did last season. So we're really, really lucky. But it still feels like we're not getting enough. So, I mean, that means it, it feels like they must be doing
2: something right. Yeah. Yeah, I am i don't know. I'm undecided on the, the extra episodes. I don't know. These last two, like no challenges or one challenge and then and then just them, you know, discussing the vote for for close on two episodes. Maybe I'm too much of a casual fan, but I like to see a little bit more action than that.
1: Come on, you had a wrecking ball, Sean. You had, I mean you you could picture Miley Cyrus in the,
2: the background. Yeah, a wrecking No no balls. the the first two, like the what what was it, Monday and Tuesday, they were really good. The challenges were were solid. The last two, it was it it you know, it it, it was, I suppose like to Kieran's point, you could you could see more of the um the way that they decided the vote. But um, I don't know. I don't know. It, was, it felt like it dragged out a bit, in my opinion. I'll,
0: I'll disagree with you there, Sean. I actually thought it, it was fast-paced. I mean, the ending on Wednesday's episode uh, with, with Shane getting some sort of advantage or what it looked like, I thought that was great. I mean, it was <laughs> very action-packed. I was eager to get into the next episode to see what it was. Um, hmm. And then up until the point where you got to Tribal Council, you didn't really know who was going home which I, you know, that, it was, yeah. is it Dante? Is it—is it, is it Palessa? Are they going to put a vote on full? What's the story? Um, and then the live tribal council, I think I felt added a lot to the dynamic because it felt actually, if you
2: just fast forwarded it, it was quite a straightforward vote for Palessa in the end. Yeah, it did seem weird. Um, I suppose in that regard, I, I see what you're saying. It, it just seemed, I suppose you didn't know who was going out because it didn't look like they knew who was going out. Um mm. Like the, <laughs> that tribal council, that was that was at least that was entertaining. That when they all just got up and and started speaking to each other, I mean, I don't know how anyone, I don't know how they came to a consensus. It seemed like just random people shuffling and talking to everyone, but somehow they basically got a unanimous vote out there.
1: Yeah, um, no, it, was, it was it was the lot the lot of voices managed to convey the the message to them, get the the votes across the line. At the end of the day, to the sort of unhappiness to one or two of the campers there. But I do think, seeing as we do have someone like Kieran in the house who has played the game before, Kieran, when you're looking back, especially in the context of this week, and you're looking at the nuances that have been broken down, and someone in your situation last season seen as the somewhat, some might say, you know, (laughs) the strategic player. When you're seeing them reveal so much of the gameplay, is there a little bit when you're looking back going, I wish I had that from my season a little bit more?
0: Um. Yes. And yes, yes. It's it's always nice to see the subtlety and it depends, right? So like in Sean's case, he, he, Sean, you seem to enjoy the challenges a lot more. Uh, someone like me, I like to see the subtlety and understand how the vote is broken down and, and all the social dynamics because, and Claudia, we've spoken about this at length, but the strategic player ultimately is a social player. And so it's so good to see the social dynamics come through and have a good understanding of it. And I think. The Survivor South Africa is the best when it comes to editing to show what's happening on the beach as opposed to editing for an outcome. So it's hard to, uh, to almost try and identify who you think is going to win because they really tell the story based off what's happening on the beach at, uh, at, a, at a point in time. And even more so in this season because they have so much time to um, almost create that exposition of what's happening. So I'm, I'm enjoying yeah. it. And sure. I wish I had it. I wish I had it, John. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe you would have been called uh, back for this one, eh? No? What happened
0: there? <laughs> <laughs> no, they um they, they, they had players in mind and I just didn't make the cut. You know, that's, that's just the way it goes. I'm happy to have played once. At, at, least, at least I'll always have that.
1: Yeah, and who wants to be part of a cookie-cutter cast anyway? I don't know. It's clearly something. You didn't fit that this, this season's cookie cut, you know? But maybe next time. We've got, uh, Sean, you've got someone saying that they, you're giving off Dante vibes, Sean. That's what someone's saying. So take that as you will. We've got. I o don't Lung know. Kors... I, hope it's,
2: I hope it's not my jersey because his jersey look, looked a mess from day one. So let's. Uh... <laughs> we've
1: got Olanco saying Sean will be a goat. Wow. People call Anna and mm. Sean. This isn't a good thing, by the way. This That's what they're saying there. Also, say hey, we've got new faces here. Look, Karen, you rock up and all of a sudden we've got new faces coming in the house. Okay. Well, thank you very much. But I think it's time. One last thing uh, before we move over to the, the Golden Spear sections. And again, because Karen is. Uh, What's your overall thoughts of the people who have been casted so far?
0: I think it's been great casting, like very dynamic people eager to play. Um, I think you know, for a season called Return of the Outcast, Outcast, they've, they've found people who do have things that they want to change, or at least they've been very good in showing that in the edit, right? So everyone has a story of this happened to me in the last season. I want to rectify this. Um, I want to change the way I'm playing. So, I mean, even Palessa, who went home, uh, yesterday, she mentioned, you know, she was so happy to, to not be playing from the bottom and to be part of a bigger alliance for large portions of, of the, of her time on, on the beach. And and so I think from that perspective, the casting has been really, really good. People are out there. They have, I guess, a bone to pick with the way they've played previously. They have rights to wrong or wrongs to right, wrongs to right. Some of them have wronged their rights. Um, they have wrongs to write and, you know, it's it's adding a good dynamic uh, to the show. So, yeah, I think the casting's spot on. Some good characters, some good strategic player. And, uh, you know, some people who I think at the beginning were, were viewed as strange picks have started to show their strategic prowess as the season's gone on.
1: Yeah, sure. I don't know. I know I asked you the previous two weeks, but so far, as you're seeing it unfolding,
0: <laughs> oh, the, he's busy
1: reading the comments. Someone was, said he's yeah. gonna be a challenge, but not as he's, he asked this. he's yeah, lost. Exactly. He's he's
2: That's pictured it. himself
1: <laughs> for, for participating in these challenges. <laughs> sorry, go ahead, Sean. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then again, Warren saying he's referring to you bulking up, Sean. Okay, don't worry about it. Let's forget the comments, Sean. Let's you got you got people. Yeah. Now.
2: Yeah. No, just uh, well. Like, whoever called me a goat, I can't take anyone seriously who spells like that. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so that, that that caught me off guard. I was just looking at the spelling. I was like, "Oh my word!" <laughs> uh. No, um, yeah, yeah. Look, I think it's developed now. I'm getting more into it. Like, I suppose all the all the seasons. It's in the beginning. I know it's different now with the returnee cast. You know a little bit about them before it actually starts. But on a normal survivor, it does take a little bit of while to. To get into the players and 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 find well and to see who you like, who you favor, and things like that, so I think this was a bit different knowing them going um a bit before though i didn 't know all of them, but yeah, getting into it um it, it, the, the characters are developing like to Kieran's point as well they they seem to have edited it well that they everyone has a sort of redemption story or, or something that they 're trying to fix, obviously because they have no winners here. so everyone 's trying to fix their game in some regard. So it's definitely coming more to light in in these later weeks. So hopefully it continues to get better.
1: Yeah, and uh, credit to Olankos there, Sean, for saying his spelling sucks. So (laughs) thanks for calling him out. All right. Gentlemen, it's time for the Golden Spear. Let's get into it. Get those nominations ready because um, it's a very important part of the show. And uh, it's one that Warren worked really hard on for this this introduction. So don't uh, be afraid to give it five skulls, okay? All right. Yes, Golden Spear, gentlemen. Right, first names out of the hat. Kieran, let's hear it. And then Sean, come on.
0: What do we have? Do you want one name? Um, okay, if I'm putting one name out there, I'm going to put out Steffi's name. Stiffy, I, yeah, I think, yeah, I think she's done exceptionally well. Um, she has set herself up very nicely to go into. Um, the merge she has Tony and Tejan on side and they definitely think that she's part of their alliance she's managed to to have Marion take a a little swap and trip to, to Masu and understand that you know things are still going very strong for or there's still potential for the breakfast club There's still great potential for the full package. So she has the best of both worlds going into Merge. And someone like Steffi needs to be insulated because she is also seen as a physical threat. Um, If you remember back to Season 8, Marisha was voted out uh, at Merge because she fits the similar archetype. Mm. The thing that uh, is protecting Steffi is all her, I guess, her networks that she has built up. She still has an idol And um, yeah, I think she really has her pick for how she wants to play over these next few votes. And I've also just, talking about redemption arcs, I've been very impressed by how Steffi's been playing. It's a very different Steffi to what we saw in season seven. Um, I think in one of the episodes, someone, I think it was Teresa who had a confessional to say, she was very interested to see how Pinty and Steffi would get uh, along in the same tribe when Masu for, when Masu 2.0 came about. Mm. Um, and I remember calling Pinty Steffi in season eight and saying, Pinty reminds me so much of Steffi and just being super abrasive. That's not the Steffi we're seeing here. Um, Oh, so she I even think...
1: apologized to Pinty, which is a bit of yeah, a Yeah, she had a short
2: a short outburst. Yeah. But uh I think, think really she, she yeah, she I think she recognized it within herself and and apologized almost immediately. So, you know, it's all uh Pinty didn't buy it, but I mean who cares? She got voted on. <laughs> no, that's exactly <laughs> it, right? I mean, it's one of those if you, in before you get to merge, if you
0: don't have to apologize if you're going to vote someone out, right? Mm-hmm. Um Dino no. nearly paid the price for apologizing to Sheamus. Be... Um, at um, who did they blindside? I can't even remember now. But Dica. yeah, the ap- no. yeah. Uh, oh no, no, te- no,
2: Tevin, Tevin. Yes, yeah, the te- Tevin. after Tevin, yeah. uh,
0: mm-hmm. Dino apologized, and that nearly shot him in the foot. You do you shouldn't apologize, um, if uh, you're going to get them out next. Well, actually, yeah. I mean, Seamus was still around Dino, so I understand why he did it. Uh, but yeah, I, I'd say Steffi is is my first name that I chuck chuck out. I think she's playing really well and had a good round
2: this week.
1: Sean, what do you think about the sort of Steffi name being thrown at you?
2: Yeah, I think she's like, I think she has set herself up well for um, uh, the the merge thing. She seems to have strong relationships. She seems to also, um, she's very aware, obviously, of the game. So when when Tony was sort of dictating the vote and how they should vote, even though she sort of agreed with her, she was just wanted to point out the fact that like no one else was given the decision and you can see even in the editor saying that's exactly what she was doing so it was it wasn't you know it was definitely on purpose you know to call her out in front of the tribe saying like how come you didn't discuss this with us so in that those sort of subtleties i think that's a very good social game because she's not you know by no means alienating tony but just pointing out to the rest of the tribe that listen she she's like asserting herself as the the leader here so women's just all or everyone should just take note of that. So I think in that regard, she is playing a, a really good social game. Marion seems locked on her, like um, Meryl as well. They seem with that um, full package or whatever thing. Um, they seem also really good. So, yeah, I think so. And obviously, I mean, I don't know how serious that, that knee is. It looked like they were using all the strapping in the world to, to fix that up. So hopefully that won't um, hamper too much in the challenges. Um, but, yeah, she's a good physical threat. To her. She has a good chance of winning some immunities if she needs otherwise she can just rely on her social game
1: yeah, and I mean, to the point that you both have touched on already, she's had made huge contrast from her first game to this, or for first attempt to this attempt. So there's self-awareness there, unlike some of the other players who have repeated the same mistakes. Um, oh, Lunkos, what do you mean you podcast hopping? I don't like that. I mean, if, if you subscribe to this one, then I like that. But otherwise, no, no hopping around. Um, I, for me, the editing sort of perspective, when I'm looking at that, and it's very intentional, I think the obvious name for these four, weeks in terms of if we're looking never mind redemption from last season to this season if we just look from this first episode to where we're sitting now the person who finds herself in the power seat seemingly again to the the ways of the edit is a tony I think Tony's come in there. She's pulling a lot of the strings. I don't know; it's an obvious thing, but they're probably setting us up for a fall at some point. But right now, coming into this last episode, she's the one calling the shots. She's the one getting the people to make decisions. She gets people to step off the beam. And you talk about Steffi. Steffi was upset for like, with herself for having to step off because she actually internally wanted to compete and it goes against her fibre. But Tony managed to convince her to do that. And that was a that was an interesting step for me. I'm going in the beginning. It looks like someone who's very emotional. Someone who's Struggling with reining in the, the sort of emotional pools that she struggled in the first season and all of a sudden she's managed to get under wraps and she's sitting in the, the power position. I don't know what you guys think about that.
0: Yeah, I think Tony's had an exceptional week. Um if going from two I think the first two weeks, you know, the old Masu tribe couldn't wait to to vote her out, and she's really put herself in a in a really nice power position. Um and, and build some really good relationships. So yeah, I think it's it's been great to see the turnaround. I definitely agree with everything you're saying. Um, and uh, I mean, the edit ha- I feel like has has definitely shown her being more in the driving seat than a Tejan. And tejan has been the one to almost go out a bit and and try and um, I guess soften the blow with Felix and Teresa and try to keep them. Um, I guess on side, but it seems like all it's done is actually antagonize them further. Um, but you don't see Felix saying those things about a Tony, right? Even though Tony and, and Tejan are working very closely together, so she's really in a, a strong position. And I think uh, at Merge, if um, if Felix does decide to work with the Breakfast Club, I think Tony should be safe, and and maybe Tejan will will be in the crosshairs first.
2: Yeah, I think the the thing that the thing that I was wondering, and maybe you guys know better than i do but what was the link between dino and tony like why are they so set on why were they like immediately okay let tejon and um, tony were like let's give dino the idol was it just because dante was was gunning for him or or i didn't really understand the link because they hadn't spent any time together i I,
0: um i think it's because of um pre-existing relationships like Dino is someone who's active in the Survivor community. He's played orgs before. Uh, Tejan and Tony host an org, and I think Dino's played in it. So I think there is a sense of familiarity there that can come into play and can help um, a pl- players like Dino. So, I mean, it's, it's never a bad thing being active in the Survivor community. That being said, it can also be a curse, because that's why I think Dino's also had a continuous target on his back, because people know that he's
2: well-connected um, w- among Survivor fans and players okay yeah that makes more sense because i couldn't understand it they were just like o- almost automatically like okay let's give it to dino and tony and dino seem really close and i was thinking these guys haven't spent like a day together um on the island at least or wherever they are not an island sorry <laughs> but yeah. um but but yeah so i just couldn't really understand that but that makes more sense that they have like a pre-existing relationship
1: yeah, now, now I know this is we primarily talking about the players that made the best music here in the Golden Spear section. But Hilkhod asking a valid question, saying I would be interested to hear how accurate the edit is if we compared what the gameplay was. And Karen, what is your sort of experience going back to that in terms of when you looked at what was shown versus what you perceived to happen in reality in terms of when you were playing?
0: Um, it's pretty accurate. Uh, like it's it's very close. I'd say. Seventy to eighty-five percent close. It's not. It's no one is getting um, recognition for a move that wasn't theirs. No one is um, necessarily being left out if they played a big part. Sometimes it's more the subtle things that that get left out that are hard to show uh, in an edit. You know, it's a, it's a subtle wink or it's having a small conversation with someone, but you're not necessarily driving the or you're not the pilot of the plane you're part of the flight crew and sometimes it's hard you know you, they're not going to show a member of the flight crew pulling out the i guess the 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 cart to to start handing out meals but that is an essential part of getting the plane to the destination. 100%, so it's, it's more the if subtle, I want my wine subtle on subtle. the plane.
1: I need to have that wine, and someone's got to give it to me. And it's not going to be the pilot. So, exactly. Uh, yeah, and I'm gonna am gonna appreciate the the studio way more for that. So yeah, valid. That, that's a valid point. I do think a name. We spoke about the Dino relationship there, Sean. It was a nice sort of. Um, segue into the, the next candidate for my opinion. I think Dino won it last week, but again he's involved in the challenges. He's doing great things from the challenges. While he's there, he's still playing the game, having chats with Teresa. Obviously it didn't work out in this instance because Teresa ends up going home, but he's always playing, always playing. And when you think of what he does to Tony and he throws off the other tribe, technically the dirty tactics, and it's not just him. You can argue that Shane should be brought into this conversation because he gets them to shout like, yes guys, let's make some noise and it pisses everyone off. But uh, Dino... And also, towards the end, when he, he makes the decision not to play his idol, that's a ballsy move.
2: Yeah, that was definitely a good move. I thought, well, obviously, it would have been terrible if he went home. But, you know, hindsight, uh, great move that he didn't play the idol. I thought for sure he was going to, having never made merge before. I thought, uh, you know, the paranoia might have got him again. but But obviously, he held on to that feeling safe with. With the relationships he made, so I mean that almost speaks for itself in terms of his gameplay this time that he has built great relationships. He can seemingly trust them. We'll see how it goes um, forward. Yeah,
0: yeah, I I agree. I think Dino's in a in a great position for for multiple reasons, and I think this week has really helped with that. I mean, getting the getting the idol is great. I think it gives him a lot of confidence. He didn't play it, and I have a feeling knowing knowing old dodgy Dino, he's probably going to use it as a fake at some point. It would be my guess. Because remember now, Dino has two idols. He has, or he's had two idols. This idol does, I don't know if he has the parchment or not, but it looks exactly the same as Dante's. And he'll still have the parchment from his real idol that he played previously. So, I mean, this is perfect for, for a great fake idol play later down the line, is how is how I would envision it going down. So I think from that perspective, that's exciting. And he goes in with that. His perception, I think the way people see him uh, coming out of this week is perfect going into merge. You know, Merrill at some point calls him a clumsy player. They don't think he's that strategic. Great. He can fly under the radar. No one's going to to question him too much. He has gotten through the hardest part, which was the this tribe swap, because he, he was bleak on the numbers. So he's done really well from that perspective. The other thing that I think is so valuable and the show can never really show it is the fact that he has been playing from the bottom. So already he's been able to push through, you, you know, and it's going to serve him so much better in merge when the time gets tough again for him. Um, if you look at season eight, Chappie's had something similar where his, I guess his pre-merge was chaotic. He was close to getting voted out multiple times. Um, again, at the merge vote almost went out and then it's it settled down for him. But when things ramped up and the heat was on him again, he managed to dig deeper than everyone else because he had already felt that heat previously. And he almost had, I guess, the muscle memory of what it takes uh, to dig himself out of it. And I think, I'm I'm thinking Dino will have something similar. Um, and I speak from experience where I never had that. So the first time you get hit with uh, something you're not expecting, it takes it a little bit longer to adjust, especially when you're used to things going right for most of the game, right? It's a similar thing that people talk about where if you haven't gone to tribal council a lot, you're not tribal council fit and you run the risk of getting to tribal council at merge and having no idea what's going to happen. There's a bit of naivety. And it's a similar thing where if everything's been going right, the moment something goes wrong, uh, it, you flounder a bit longer than someone who's had a lot of trials and tribulations up until that point.
2: Then I think, uh, I think if if that is the case, I think Phil's also also going to be Absolutely. good. I mean, he's also been playing quite well from from the bottom there. And uh, to be yeah. honest, in those last two episodes, he was keeping keeping it going for me because his edits are quite funny. He's got a quite a funny, he's edit. hilarious. So yeah, so I mean, he was keeping it entertaining in those last. It's two It's kind episodes. of what the
1: the sort of the guys that were casting the previous season were hoping Kieran was going to be. Am I right, Kieran?
2: <laughs>
0: yeah um my sounds like my a edit, bit candid compliment Sean I, I don't know if you've watched season 8 Sean but if knowing your preference of survivor don't watch it or at least if if i come on close your eyes because you're not going to enjoy me as a character let me tell you that much i'm almost certain of
2: (laughs) no i did see it no i did see it i was actually very impressed with 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 your play in 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 season eight i do i do remember it um we're all friends you don't have to lie man it's fine (laughs) no no i promise you i think the the thing that got me was the you won like a physical and a memory challenge like it was back to back Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 And I sure, now you're playing nice. Playing I
1: don't understand that because you don't play nice and now you got the guy sitting here, now you gotta play nice. That's not okay. I would say
2: look, you told me he was funny. I was saying I didn't get that on the show, but you said he was badly edited. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I kinda of feel like they've told Philip, they said, You see, Philip, we knew Karen was funny, but don't do this. please be funny, And, and, and he's delivering. I'm not gonna lie, I've no, yeah, been enjoying it. He's been
2: great. He's been yeah. he's been he's been really, really good. Yeah, I Yeah, think so I was like, gonna put him up yeah? as well for like well, not for Golden Spear. I don't know if I'd give him the, the Golden Spear, but he's been playing. He's also had another another good week, I'd say two good weeks in a row, because he also found himself with Dino, not in the numbers and the, the tribe swap, you know, a bit of a, you know, you know made it through the one. This one could have been, he could definitely have been voted out, you know, pre-merge here. Uh, I think him going to the outpost was quite, was quite, I suppose, not lucky. Like he won that challenge, although Dino sort of gave it to him at the end. But, you know, with those, those advantages, I think, they kind of assumed he must have something or that no one's really buying the lies anyone's selling when they come back from Outpost. So I think they were a bit weary to vote him out. So maybe a little bit of luck, although he did win the challenge. So I think he's had a good week.
0: And Sean, just, I think you bring up a really good point around, you know, no one wanting to risk of voting for someone with a, an idol potentially. I think the fear of not making merge was really prevalent in yeah. in this last vote, you know? Everyone was was talking about having something, right? Shane said he had something, Dante said he had something. Everyone assumed Dino had something. People thought Full might have something. Um, so it pre- pretty much just left Maryland, and And I think a lot of that comes down to, you're that close to merge, you don't want to stuff it up. You don't want to, to ruffle feathers. Palesa was playing down the middle safer vote to go for let's all just get to merge we can continue the infighting at a later point point. and i'd love to hear from the players if a bit
2: of that psychology was coming through it's like i'm this close to merge i'm not stuffing it up yeah i think that vote went perfectly for felix because you could see him debating you know who do he's even said like going to tribal council you know lines are going to be drawn here i'm either going this way or this way then suddenly we voting Palesa, he must have been like, "This is amazing. This is <laughs> this is best case scenario. I can make my decision after merge." So, yeah,
0: yeah and F- uh, Felix and Steffi are in a in a similar boat from that perspective. So I think they're they're sitting pretty. Yeah. And just and, on your point with full, I agree. I think if he if him and Tony had managed to get uh, Shane voted out and got half of an idol each, I'd have to. Push him up in my list for for Golden Spear. I I wrote it down, Steffi, Tony, and Dino. So I'm glad to see that we've we've all come to a similar conclusion. That's that's great.
1: Big names. But the thing is, will we come to the same conclusion? Those are similar, but will we have the same one? And in the comments before, we're going to discuss one more topic before we move on. But please put your, your final nominations there in the, the comment section. Let's see if it will sway us before we do our countdown. But is there anything else we're forgetting? I know we, we've got some strong candidates there. I know in the Felix case, how quickly the game changes and he goes from being bottom to being into a situation now going into merge where he's... You know meeting up with these old allies and it's going to be interesting to see the friction we're going to we we'll chat about that in the storms brewing but is there one last name that we need to chat about
2: i think the only one from my perspective is maybe meryl she seemed like she was on the chopping block and i think to be honest what might have swayed her is is when they all got to speak because i think then obviously she once once you know they were all talking I think she has a, 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 like quite a good social game. Obviously, everyone's recognized that, so she does have a good social game. So I think once she started speaking to everyone, then you know suddenly Tony's Tony telling everyone to vote Meryl, I don't think they were going to do that after they'd spoken to her. Um, so I think she did one in that regard. She also had that advantage that she was also quite brave not to play. Um, so I think she she had a decent last episode, to be honest. And she's also set herself up well for Merge, so I think she's also had a good week.
1: And Jeremy James agreeing with you, saying Meryl for Golden Spear for getting Pelesa when she was at risk. And I think that was a situation, like you said, Kieran, it was either going to be Pelesa and it was going to be Meryl and it was the two people that had nothing in terms of protecting them technically on paper that whose names were thrown up in the air. And it was Meryl who came out on top. And what is the difference there between the Pelesa and Meryl situation? Why is it that she came out on top and not Pelesa?
0: It's a good question. Um, I think Meryl had had people rooting for her. I think what people are, or what um, the old Masu, or the, sorry, the current Masu are probably unaware of is both Felix and Steffi are, are playing double agent and they're still trying to decide who they want to vote for. So it is in both their interests to push a Palesa vote, right, and, and to almost try and ensure that that vote goes through so that they can keep being a double agent or they can Defer having to make a choice up until merge. Um, and I think that's really what saves Meryl. It's her relationship with a Steffi, with a Felix, um, that has ha- has won the day. Whereas Palessa was playing in the middle. And um, the thing is, she was very non-committal. I mean, throughout this week, you hear her... Uh, saying, I want to work maybe with Dante because the power lies with Dante. Then it was, I actually think I'm going to work with Dino and Phil because the power lies there. And she's saying that, but it also I also get the sense that that's what the players at Yonta were feeling um, because it just looks that Dino and Phil, and I know Palessa spoke to... To them quite a bit it always felt like they were holding back a bit of information from her and that makes me feel like there was a sense of like Ooh, it feels like palessa's playing both sides and that i mean that was a very intentional thing from palessa and maybe it just she just didn't do it as well as Merrill, who i think is very good at so uh, Meryl had the, the extra key
1: to unlock that that level of uh, closer connection than what Palesa seemingly was holding out on. That's the difference that extra key. Mm-hmm. And,
0: and I think also, if you just look at the numbers, there are more season seven players around than season six. Yeah. Uh, that also helps, right? So it's like Meryl hasn't been on a tribe with Felix, but Felix knows her from season seven. And Felix has a relationship with Dante, who has a relationship with Meryl. In Palesa's case, it's only her and Tony, and they never worked together. or well, I can't remember if they worked together in
2: season six.
1: Yep, that's about it. Right, Jen, so you're ready to count down. I'm going to count down from five, and you're going to say your nomination... I know Dino. Just in case anyone's watching the comments or listening to this, but he is saying Steffi for Golden Spear. Just in case we don't know how much weight Dino has on TNO, sort of um, in our chat. <laughs> but I mean, he does say Shannon Gus wrote an article for Ten Play that was so accurate. So if you guys want to go check that out to see what Shannon Gus has to say about Stefan and why she deserves the Golden Spear, it's also nice Shannon that you're writing about our Golden Spear in your Ten Play article. But th- thank you, <laughs> thanks Dino. <laughs> so gonna count down from five. Okay, five, four, three. Two, one, drum roll, and the names are?
2: Steffi.
0: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Steffi. So much hesitation.
1: Well done, (laughs) Steffi. Congrats on winning our golden spear. Um, It is a coveted award, as Kieran will tell you. I mean, they all fought for it last season. Am I right, Kieran?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. (laughs) Um.
1: Right, it is now time for what, Sean? Do you want to do the introduction?
2: Uh for the wooden spoon.
1: Yep, it is. Why
2: do you still have a
0: metal spoon in your images, don't ask you, Karen, don't... Ah,
1: <laughs> the fact that you know you need to take that debate up with um, iOS. <laughs> Speak to Apple and say, "Listen, guys, the emojis. You don't give us a wooden spoon option. I just can't believe it. This is um, me just trying to hack the system, and I use what's given to me. Unfortunately, I can't create everything, Kieran. I'm, I'm, not, like, I'm Shona, very disappointed in in, in Apple. Titles. Yeah, it just tell them.
0: completely unrecognized my my entire childhood experience.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. i also think if Steve Jobs is around, maybe, maybe, but he's not around <laughs> anymore. So. Yeah, Sean, first name throwing out there. What? Who do you want to go with?
2: Um, sure, uh, uh, maybe Teresa. I think. Uh, I think. Unfortunately, she's she's too much of a liability on the the group challenges. I think if she could have made her way to merge. We could have seen her social game play, but the, I mean, when they're choosing between her and Felix, you can hear hear them saying like, "We we need a guarantee, well, not guarantee, but we need to try our best to win another challenge." To everyone thinking about merge, it's getting closer, so you know it becomes more of a more of a thought in your mind that she's actually a real liability, and you could see her in that uh, the wrecking ball one. Um, she's definitely not as nimble as Miley Cyrus getting up that wall, um, so yeah, like. You you know, then in that regard, then I think not that, you know, I suppose that's more like a lifestyle choice than her bad play. I think she was playing relatively well. But if if you're so much of a weakness in the challenge, I think maybe that's why, you know, that's what sort of stuck out for me because it seemed like she was setting herself up with the relationship-wise to have a decent game. But, you know, physically, I think it just let her down.
1: Yeah, I mean, Kieran, you want to jump in there before I add my she says yeah yeah
2: um with teresa
0: i mean there's no greater wooden spoon than getting voted out i guess so i think she 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 has one in that sense um yeah uh, it's the thing with teresa's i mean it's i have to respect the decision she decided not to vote for felix and um you know i guess she valued the friendship more more than then staying in the game for longer. I guess we can ask her now whether she agrees with it. I th- I'm sure she does. Um, I think it's just a great story arc also. Like, Teresa came in, in Season 8 and again in Season 9, you know, very strategic, talking about uh, how cutthroat a game she'll play. She loves Sandra, Diaz Twine. So, you know, that's the mold that she puts herself in. And what won out at the end was her heart and humanity and not wanting to to vote for Felix. And one of the things that Teresa mentioned in season eight was just the lack of genuine connections she felt she had built mm. uh, other than, I think, Anesu. Um, and it was only after the season, I guess, that you know other friendships flourished also. And then in season nine, she actually built good connections, good friendships. And when it came to turning on it, I think having that experience in season eight, she was unable to. So, I mean, it, it's, it's quite a full circle moment,
2: um, yeah that's so then that's yeah you see sorry i was just saying but like you see that's what that's what even makes me more sort of a little bit like feel sorry for her because she did seem like she she picked up that if she wrote felix she like she would be safe that never crossed felix's mind so like she is a relatively good strategic player and she has the you know the, the foresight to think, okay, they've told us of splitting the vote. I know yeah. if I flip my vote, I can get him out. I mean, Felix, that didn't, didn't seem to cross his mind at all. Like, it wasn't his loyalty to Teresa that did it. He just, it, it never, like, occurred to him. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, she is, she does seem like she has maybe the mind for it and then, and then maybe, you know, so so like liability on the challenge later down. So,
1: ruthless she, she's a, like.
2: She has a good strategic
0: mind for sure. I, and on the Felix thing, I don't know, right? The, the, so to your point, Sean, it could be a, a, a trick of the edit, where oh, they, okay. they want to, they want to make the downfall even more tragic. I don't know. Could be. Dino, can, can you Can can you can you can you? Shed some light
1: yeah, please shed some light there in the comments he 's he 's being a Palesa here i don 't know if you, if you saw how well that worked for Palesa. do you know I mean you were there to live, but you 're playing double agent, but if you want to share some information we 're happy to take that on board yeah but yeah, the teresa thing is an interesting one to your point huge growth she struggled socially previously she made those connections here. Yeah? The, the problem she was having, and she would have been in my Golden Spear section had she done that Felix vote and gotten him out. 100%, because that no one was thinking about, according to that edit. We don't know. But at that time, what we saw, no one was thinking about that. So credit to her picking up a on what Tejon gave her extra information, all the currency, so to speak, within the game. But the downfall was that ruthless streak at the end of the day. And I think her biggest issue as well was she was aware in terms of the social play, in terms of how to make these moves but just forgetting that she's trying to p- portray this image that she wanted to be a goat. And that's to your point, Sean, and the challenge is probably too much of a goat. But the thing is, people still saw how strategic she was. So she wasn't very good at doing that, whereas Kalani is playing that goat move where people know we're going to take this lady with us to the end no matter what. So she is a safer bet because she's not going to be thinking of things behind your back, possibly working with this one because now all of a sudden, we've got Teresa's going, she's building social connections and she's a huge thinker of the game. So that's a lot more dangerous in terms of I want to work with someone, even though she, the, the other thing to her game that was even more outrageous was that she was choosing to play from the outside. Now, and this is when I'm looking at a lot of the players, is they're overestimating the game that they want to play in terms of coming in. Yes, it starts all slow. They want to be cautious. But I think Teresa was given too much work for herself here, going, I want to play from the outside. I want to be sort of someone's number that they take me with and then start making the moves. But the problem was she wasn't good enough to disguise the fact that she is actually a very good player. That was her downfall.
2: Yeah, look, I mean, if that's an act that Kalani's doing, she's doing it really well because it doesn't seem like she's <laughs> thinking about the game at all. She's just like there on the beach. The only thing I've heard her say is, "Who are you voting for?" Like, you know, that. Uh, I mean, and also she had that little, you know, freeze up in the challenge as well last week. So, I mean, I'm not sure what's going on with her. To be honest, she's a very difficult one to read. But yeah, I think I think that might have been the case that so they definitely saw her as a threat post-merge, where it's individual challenges. She she's not. You know, no one no one feels like okay, you're letting the whole tribe down because obviously it's once it's after merge it's individual games. So I think she would have I think if she made it to merge, she had a good chance of going a lot further. Um, mm. But yeah, Kalani is definitely played that role. She's played it well. Of of and being that's, the go too.
1: But you're right though. Has she made it to merge? Could you imagine? No one would be looking at her for the challenges or anything. They'd be like, yeah, we, we can work with her. We're going to keep her at arm's length up until the point that maybe she finds herself in a really strong position. So it is quite unfortunate for her, just just falling short. Sorry, Karen. You wanted to go ahead there. Say no, sorry. so
0: I, I I I like Sean's comparison with Kalani. I think is, is is a great comparison. So I mean, if you look at um, the episode. I think it's the episode that Pinty goes home. I think it's called F- "Flat Out No," which is exactly what uh, Teresa said to to Pinty when she's like, "Let's get rid of Steffi." Um, and if 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 Teresa wasn't an active strategic player, she would have just gone with the flow. She would have thought, "Let's just keep original Yonta strong." As opposed to cannibalizing one of our own, um, let's get rid of Steffi. She's a challenge threat, whatever. Um, and if I look at a more passive player, they're not going to—they're not going to say absolutely not. You know, they, they may subtly disagree, or they may go and say something to the person who's potentially getting voted out. But they won't actively put their foot down and say we are definitely not doing this. So yeah, I mean, um, I think Teresa wants to play a, a more passive role, but I think she's just it has too much of a strategic head for the, for the game and, and finds it difficult.
1: Yeah. Before we mentioned the other name, we got Hilgert saying outside the golden spear and the wooden spoon, can we give Tejan the balls of steel for telling his alliance they were wrong to vote Palesa out at tribal? <laughs> 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 that was a moment where I was like, everyone's just like, bro, really? Come on now. <laughs> what, what are I, you doing?
2: I, think- I don't know. Yeah. That confused me. I don't, I, don't, I didn't, cause he didn't really, I, he didn't really say anything other than like, I'm not happy. Like, I don't know. It seemed like a weird move. Well, if you, like I don't know, I don't it know what he's was almost trying to a, achieve by that.
0: It. it was an emperor's, the emperor's new clothes moment, right? Where he, he he's calling a spade for a spade. He's like, the, the Emperor is naked. Why are we all mm. pretending there's clothes here? I mean, it was it was very astute of him, and it was definitely brave to be like, guys, we are cannibalizing one of our own, and he even says something to that effect. Not necessarily the best place to do it, especially where you don't you can't change the narrative. Right, and now people are are keenly aware that you've noticed this. Um, it's more one that I guess if I was in his position, I would I would see in silence and go back and try and understand what's what's the lay of the land here. Um, so yeah, I think it's definitely the the height of I guess the the moment and and I guess emotions on high and and starvation and stuff that he spoke up. It's uh, definitely a ballsy move and and one that puts. Probably a bigger target on his back.
1: Ballsy, you see, and this is the thing: ballsy or ignorant move. Because I'm when we're looking at the sort of Kalani, and I, I think Kalani should be mentioned here, large because players within the game are identifying her as a goat. And again, to the point, whether that is intentional or not, they have identified her as that. And to the point, how often does the goat end up winning this game, even if they are taken all the way to the end? And then it becomes the case that they really need to put a, a strong sort of argument together to convince these people: you need to give me the two million rand, so to speak. So, in terms of the Kalani being out there. I mean, there were there were there was a moment where she picks up a read on on Tony, and I think that was quite insightful from the edit. Where had they not shown that, would have gone well. No, she's a complete goat. But she picks up on her emotions, going, "No, there's a toll there. Tony's over exaggerating this, therefore she is lying." Which kind of gives us an indication that yeah, she is playing this game, but extremely low key. But the question I want to ask both of you gents is. In terms of the other players, is this a very smart move or is it a bad move? And again, does she should she be, should be con- uh, included in the, the wooden spoon um for
0: that? Is this K- Kilani? Kilani, yeah. Um so just on the so I would I would say no for being included in the wooden spoon. She was she would have been next out on Yontao if she hadn't um been on, if, if she hadn't been Guys, on the right sorry, side. Sorry, sorry,
1: Karen. this is why Dino is, uh, he made merge this time, right? Social game on point there saying, thanks for the great show as always, Tino. Yeah, Dino, enjoy your flight, sir. Captain out. Yeah, right.
0: Sorry about missing your first flight because you booked the wrong time, Dino. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> have a safe flight. <laughs> um, I, I definitely wouldn't put uh, Kilani. personally I wouldn't put her in the wooden spoon I think she's had a good week in, in the sense that she's built herself back up whereas on Yonta pre-swap she probably would have been the next boot or the boot after Pinty depending on, on how the ordering would have gone. She has put herself into an amazing position uh, where people do want to actively potential, or people will potentially want to carry her all the way to the end um, so she has upped chances of going far. Whereas I think a week ago, uh, it wasn't looking that rosy. So I, I would say if anything, she would probably on my, in my books probably be higher up as a contender for the golden spear than wooden spoon. And on that point also, you're only a goat until you're not. So what I mean by that is it only takes two or three rounds to to elevate yourself up further, right? Because you, when, when the votes happen at the end of a season, it takes in the full context of what's happened in the show, right? Whereas you can be a goat right now. It's it's definitely a more passive plan. I actually, Nico asked us a question like this last season, and my answer never made the edit. But I basically compared a goat to Simba from The Lion King. If you stop The Lion King halfway through, Simba's not even is not a hero of the story. He's pretty much a goat and a coward. He's he's literally run away from home. Everyone thinks he's killed his father. He's a lion that's turned vegan. Like, what has he? He's he's a he's a goat. He's a loser, right? Is however, like he has however, a good...
1: Kieran, depending on our audience, we don't know how, if we got vegan lovers here. Because in that case, he's still a hero. I'm just saying. No, but
0: uh, you don't he's get vegan lions, hero. right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Humans are omnivores. Not Sean's so gang. Have, Sean's like you man, can't have know. a no. vegan. A vegan human, that makes sense. But a, a vegan lion, they will die. Um, it doesn't make much sense for humans <laughs> either. Well, I'm not going to get into that debate. No, Sean. Um, <laughs> but the, the whole thing is, halfway through the movie, he you wouldn't vote for Simba to, to win a million bucks. right? But if you look at what happens at the end of the movie, that's you're more than happy to give him a million bucks. People were calling Nicole a goat in season 8 at this point. And she yeah. ended up winning, because yeah. how yeah. she she rose up at the end is all is is the only thing that matters. And so it's the same thing with Kilani, right? And it's the exact same thing. It's the same strategy that Teresa has. Like let people think I'm a goat. I'm gonna I'm gonna give them a one-two punch right at the end,
2: and, and they'll never see it coming. It up. So yeah, yeah I, agree. Up. I agree. I agree because because cause I think it's the same as you could almost uh you could almost say the same as when we review well when at least when i'm reviewing these episodes like you watch four of these episodes and when i think about the show or anything we bring up in the show it's mainly based on uh, the later episodes and in the same regard like she could more than more than happily go through as a goat up until the, the latter stages of the game make some big moves that'll be the freshest in those people's mind so when they're making that decision on the final tribal council that's what they'll think about you know who cares if she got carried in carried for the first you know or pre-merge who cares like for me i i agree with you in that regard and i think it was a good a good analogy with uh with the simba story
1: okay guys fine <laughs> Kalani's name not not part of this conversation
0: <laughs> yes can i add yeah. one one more thing right yes. so Kalani's strategic gameplay could start as early as I guess the next vote because if you look at it the breakfast club is are five people strong there's marion meryl steffi dante and shane and then you have the no bullshit alliance which is dino phil and felix and they'll probably align with tejan and tony or tejan and tony at least are more inclined to work with the no bullshit alliance not and not with the breakfast club and that leaves kalani as a swing in the middle um, you know, so already her stock is rising, and if she plays it right, she could get, get herself really solidly into an alliance and establish her, herself into a vote all the way through to a final six. Um, it's all up to her. Um, so yeah, I think she's put herself in a good position.
1: Fine, fair enough. Good, good case there, gentlemen. I think that's valid. Um, any other names? I mean, I've got one name in particular I want to put out there, but I want to and see if anyone else has. Yeah,
2: I, I have one. Sure, my, Sean, my before before you want to we go give first? our names
1: yeah, yeah, Sean, you want to say one before. Kev, we say the same. Um,
2: name here. No, I mean, for me, I the only I, I don't know that. Uh, yeah, like I said, I I mean, I, I I think I started with the Teresa. That's sort of where I was leaning. Um, maybe Tony, although she had a good week, I think I think towards the end she started annoying people with her. She, she seemed to be getting a little bit, little bit cocky in her in her power. Um, And and trying to dictate it like a little bit too much even though she you could see her gaining control And then I think maybe it went to her head and she seems to get a little bit too comfortable where she is like start directing Mm. So I I don't think she ended off the week as as sort of in the middle part of the week I thought sure she's playing really well, and then it ended and I thought okay. She might be Rubbing people out the wrong way. I definitely wouldn't give her the wooden spoon I just thought didn't end too well for her maybe
1: Yeah. All right. Well I think um Jeremy James is a spoiler alert from my side. <clears throat> um I don't know, Kieran, if you wanna you wanna jump into your name there.
0: Sure. I'll I'll go my name is Dante. Uh um,
1: oh, Dante! Okay, good. We're not on the same wavelength, even though I mean <laughs> I, we we spoke a lot about Dante last week, but yes, that's here the Dante thing. Yes.
0: I think he's his full fun grace continues. I think he has an a stellar read for the game. He 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 is his a bit, he's like a bloodhound who's just Instead of sniffing truffles, he sniffs out threats. Um, but much like a bloodhound, you know, at the end of the day, you need the it seems like you need the human to come up and pick up the truffle, right? And Dante seems to be lacking that piece of almost, I guess, the the sociability to drive his agenda forward. So a lot of how Dante speaks is in I need to get rid of this person because he's a threat to my game. You know, as less so about speaking about the impact on, I guess, the collective. Yeah, and he gets quite abrasive when uh, w- when people aren't listening to his opinions, which I understand because his reads and opinions are very strong. It's just I guess the way he delivers it that seems to to cause people not to to listen as much, and then that causes him to to get angry. Um, and for me, the reason why I think a contender for the wooden spoon is the loudest voices for of who wants to get rid of Dante are within his own alliance, you know, and and it's it's becoming louder and louder and i mean people like dino and full are almost like okay are you guys lying to us um you know just to to make us feel comfortable but maryland is being genuine she doesn't want to work with dante post or getting into merge so i think for dante he's his stock is falling another reason is he showed the fake idol that he had i if i was him i would have hidden it and you know used it later now everyone knows dante has a real fake idol um and if he pulls it out again people are going to call his bluff so you only have one chance to bluff he shouldn't have showed it he should have done what dino did um the other thing and uh, another reason why i kept uh, why i'm putting his name out instead of shane is that he's a challenge beast so he will be viewed as much more of a physical threat going into merge than anyone else um And so people now don't want him because he's hard to work with. Uh, They know that he has some tricks up his sleeve because he's shown them and he's an active threat and he's gone and taken out all the other male targets who he thought would be physical threats above him. Um, So yeah, I think he's in a bit of a precarious position. So that's why I'm giving him the wooden spoon because on the opposite end, Steffi, who is seen also as equally physical, has managed to
2: insulate herself quite well. Yeah, fair enough.
1: You're saying Dante's stock has fallen like your NFT, Sean. <laughs> <laughs>
2: then it's worth nothing. Then. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but in terms of Dante's bluff, he, he played it so well up until revealing it because I suppose it's like poker. You just, you just don't show your cards if you're bluffing until you have to because he played it really well up until then. You could see it, he didn't get one vote. They didn't even consider him. They were like, Dante's got something. Dante's got something. Let's let's not vote for it. So in that regard, he played it well. But I agree with you. Don't show it. No.
0: And Sean, do you know how much better it would have been? Because immediately after he shows it, Shane shows his fake rock. So everyone knows, okay, well, Shane was obviously lying. They People probably wouldn't think that Dante and Shane were both lying, like using the exact same line. Um, and... On top of that, I've I've I just saw someone said I have a good read of the game and I've gone blank. Thank you so much. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, he yeah, he'd, he'd, he he could he should have kept it. I, I can't remember what I was going to say after that. <laughs>
1: uh, Nads, thanks for throwing Kieran off his game in terms of our performance. So yeah, he's going to get the wooden speed just now. Damn it, Kieran, be better. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, there's there's one name I just want to throw out there because we haven't seen anything. No, but wait, Claudio, you, you
2: didn't tell us. You sorry, you didn't tell us why you you nominated Dante. Did you no, tell
1: no, 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 no! That was all Kieran. That was all Kieran. My my is uh, uh, coming. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm uh, not okay. in disagreement with Kieran. I, I Dante, Yeah, with Kieran, I think Dante's name deserves to be out there largely because it's the same theme that carried over from last week, and he's just struggling to reel it in. It's the social as- aspect that's really killing his game. But I think that the Shane Shane sort of name needs to be thrown out just because I think everyone sort of had a highlight, and I don't think Shane. I think Shane is stuck playing the same game that he thinks he's playing the last time he played. I think he's the time capsule he's caught himself in. He's struggling to get out and he thinks he he hasn't, come to terms with the fact that he's not the main man calling the shots, and he's still delivering the message, hey guys, I'm, I'm the guy, you want to listen to me, and you want to play with me because I'm the guy, and I think that's uh, I don't know if that's just because in terms of he, he, the perception, because he's older and he thinks this is the situation, so I can tell these younger people how to do things, I'm not sure what that is, but his, his self-awareness within the game and within what's happening around him is um, lacking, and I think that's where he's, he's falling short in my opinion.
0: Mm, i i i agree i think he's um his reads aren't necessary there he's quite abrasive and and he speaks on behalf of of people without um without double checking whether the person he's speaking to can can almost go and triangulate whether that's correct so i think he he i think he told Dino that or, was it Dino? He told Dino that Meryl sent sent him to send some message about who to get rid of, and Dino is like, "Well, I don't believe this no. kind of thing." Um, so yeah, he he is um, yeah making a lot of gaffes, and, and people don't seem to be enjoying him. It it almost feels like Full wants to get rid of him just because he doesn't want to be around Chen, as opposed to any sort of strategic reason.
1: Yeah, that's that's a huge blunder. I mean, like you said, the triangulation, it's getting lost like the planes of the Bermuda Triangle. Those messages, <laughs> you, you know, it, it doesn't help. Sean, what do you think there from a shame perspective? I mean, is there anything positive that I'm missing that I haven't seen from he, in his game that we've seen today?
2: Uh no, not really. I agree. I he he seems to be coming across really badly. People are getting annoyed. He's 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 like portraying this like I don't know, sort of arrogant, um, you know, listen to me I'll get you far but he really has no sway or connections it doesn't seem like anything strong the only thing I, I thought was good as good is he realized in the uh, in in the latter part of the, the the thing or just before the merge vote that uh, that he was on the chopping block so he went to find that idol or what he thought was an idol I thought that was at least you know showing some sort of understanding of the game and and trying to do something about it not not just sitting back and letting it happen to you. So he did go out, he found it. Fortunately for him, he couldn't use it. But that was the only really thing. And then he had kind of the parchment to, to play as a little bit of a bluff. But other than that, no, I don't think he's playing a good game at all. I think, he's, I think he thinks he's better at the game than he is. But guys, even, I mean, Tuttle's saying
1: Shane's really his poor. He says, I think it's because of Marion... And Marion gives him comfort. But that's exactly it. He, he genuinely believes... And, and again, it's testament to the game. Marion's playing along with Meryl. And he, des- he He believes these people are in his pocket when he delivers the message. You just know mm. what type of guy he was at school. You know, he'd go out there. There was a fight that happened over there. And he saw it. And he went around saying he was the one landing the punch. And he protected so-and-so. <laughs> but even though the fight happened and he was watching it at a distance. I think that's the sort of guy he was at school. I don't know that, like, Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. I, 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 so, and maybe now my... Um... My desire to, to, to give Dante the wooden spoon is coming out. The, the interesting thing, right? <laughs> the interesting thing is no one in Shane's alliances is, is bad-mouthing him if you think about the confessionals. Like yeah. We've yeah, only heard from Dino in full, whereas Dante has yeah. members of his own alliance talking about him. Mm. Um, and on top of that, I'll ask the both of you, if you got to merge, who, who, who would you want to vote out in this exact scenario? Let's just say you're now a member of Ceylon. Would you rather put your vote on, on Dante or would you rather put your vote on Shane?
1: Yeah, Dante. Dunter's a given. Yeah. physical threat. He's abrasive. You can't work with someone like that. Even though, for some reason, Felix, Felix and him have like a special bond. I don't know. Maybe Sean, seeing as you're playing the Dante game and sort of our our show here,
2: would you be able to work with the Dante? Um, I think probably yeah. Um, I think that <laughs> you see this man. I know. The I know. The thing is, he doesn't like the, the fluff, Karen. There's no fluff for Sean. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that would annoy me as I I think Shane would annoy me more. I think Dante is Dante being a little bit abrasive and and calling people out and the, I told you so. Okay, cool. Like at least he's he's having good reads. Shane with his demeanor, I don't think, I think would annoy me more. So if I had to pick someone, sure, it, it depends what part of merge I suppose because you definitely you know if you want to if there's some sort of physical challenge at the end. I kind of still back myself, but, you know, he's definitely a physical threat.
0: Sean, I backed myself, and then I got whacked with chappies in my face. (laughs) (laughs)
1: All right, and on that note with the chappies, we're going to count down from three, and we're going to give our wooden spoon. Are you ready? Three, two, one. Dante. 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 Uh, Sean didn't want to give that. To me. I, that.
2: I, 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 still t- I still think. I
0: still like, think. I t- heard a Dante Risa. Yeah, exactly.
2: That's <laughs> the thing. I still think Teresa played worse and she got voted out. So Dante's still there. But I'll, I'll argue this time majority rule rule.
1: All right, guys, we're going to move on to our next section, and that is the skull rating. That is what we viewed the week of the episodes and how well we thought it was. Obviously, if you give it five, that's a five out of five that determines how good it was, and anything in between just shows us what we really think. All right, so it is about. Oh, right,
2: Sean, out of five. Did you only give it a one? Oh, I no, no, no. That was it. a skull. No, no, that
1: was a skull. Right there. <laughs> come on, now. Come on, Jesus. Could you imagine giving it a one? No, 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 no. We can't give it a one. Okay, Sean. What do, <laughs> what do you think?
2: Um, I think it was on par with last week. Um, the uh, it started off like again. I, I think I'm like I say. I, I think I lean more towards the, the viewership. So I mean, my viewing preference is a bit more challenges and a bit more physical things. So it started off really well. Thought those first two challenges were great. They were really like. Elaborate, you know, with the balls and uh, that 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 maze thing. Um, the I think, yeah, I don't know. I've been, uh, Kieran, I know you like that part of the game, but the last two episodes seemed a little bit long for me for just them discussing um, their strategy for so long. So. Oh yeah, I would say again what I said last week. Has Warren sorted out the half skulls yet? I'm still going through <laughs> now.
1: No, no, I haven't received that yet. He's taken the time off. It's like he's just enjoying watching you. What's the call me talking about the episodes? I'm like, I'm now. I'm working, Warren. You've done your work. It's time for me to work.
0: Kieran, um, yeah, I'll give it a solid four. I think it's like really, really good week. I really enjoyed it. Um, I would still say that. Yeah, I think the first two weeks I would I enjoyed them slightly more than this week. Uh, nothing in particular. It's weird. I, I think I'm one of the only people who don't like live tribal councils. Yeah,
1: like, no, I, I find know, it, it very been frustrating been well.
0: to watch. Um, and so yeah, I think that's the, probably the uh, the reason I think that it's it sticks out a, a little less than.
2: What do you mean? Sorry. What do you mean live tribal councils? You mean they show the whole thing as opposed no, to... No, no, so where
0: the vote almost... Uh, everyone gets up and starts uh, conspiring together and it's like the vote is changing at tribal council. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay.
1: yeah. Yeah, no, I must say I'm in agreement with you there, Karen. Like, it's... it's fun for a time being, but for it to be the whole Tribal Council and for a decision to be made when you know exactly nothing. I mean, I suppose it leaves it up in the air, so it makes it somewhat intriguing, but it isn't as fun because you you want to see, to that point that Larry always says, what makes the show great is the sort of hosting part where it's a talk show, and you want to see that talk play out, and you want to see the whispers, and I think that's where mm. it gets lost a little bit, so I'm in agreement there. But I think overall, if we're looking at how this thing was edited, and again, this is where I look at it, Like I, everything is very deliberate. Like in terms of the conversations that happen, in terms of what their next scene is cut and who they're pairing with, what happens. And then again, the challenges, I've thoroughly enjoyed. And I think in comparison to all the seasons they've done previously, and this is going to be a big shot. It's not going to affect my my score rating. But what I am enjoying is I, I'm going to be bold enough to say I do think this is the best one they've put together, they've packaged. Um, and I think it's the most, it's the one where all the players are actually delivering. In terms of mm. even the fact that we're talking about Kalani, people saying she's a goat. But is she a good goat? Is she a bad goat? Is this a bad thing for the show? You know, And I think that's a positive for me. And the challenges, I do think they've gone above and beyond in terms of the sort of challenges they've thought of, the production, building the sets that they've built. And I think that for me, I mean, you've got to experience it, Kieran, in terms of when you play it out there and living it for these players. It must really put them in this world that you know you're not in. Otherwise, it's different playing Monopoly at home, and then you're playing with your little house pieces. But being in the set, where imagine running down a street with all the houses, and you're actually trying to buy all these houses. And this is what the production have done for these players. So from my perspective, that's where I'm really enjoying it. Um, and again, to Sean, I know Sean the some of the challenges. You you like all the challenges, and when you're comparing it to the Aussie challenges, your brothers more of the Aussie fan. But that's where I'm sitting. <laughs> so I think. Um, in terms of giving it out of five, are we all, uh, can we all settle on a number that we're all happy with?
2: I'll round up for you guys.
1: Okay, you'll I'm making up. too
2: many concessions. This, this, <laughs> this, this,
1: this, this. <laughs> Jeez, Karen, that, that's testament to you because you've had an influence on Sean. Sean doesn't budge with me. Maybe I'm, I don't know what I'm. Sean, I... if,
0: if, it, if it doesn't work out with Dante, uh,
2: you and I can work together. <laughs> there, we go. there we go also i saw Dan, dante also as a podcast so maybe i'll leave Claudia for him as well we can oh my goodness uh, we Yeah, yeah i, th- I, th- I, th- need the I think a plan is brewing here oh, <laughs> yeah
1: we're moving towards the next session of the brewing but yes so it's time for our skull rating and it will be revealed right now there we go no sound effects for that one warren you still sleeping four out of five skulls <laughs> Right, gents, it is the last section of the show and uh, this is where we make the predictions as to what is coming and it is called Storms Brewing. Sean, let's have it. What are your predictions? What are we going to see next week?
2: Um, I don't know about my predictions, but I think it will be interesting to see where Felix lands. I suppose and, and Steffi maybe. But Felix, um, he seemed pretty set in that, that no bullshit alliance. Alliance. Sorry, almost said alliance. Um the no <laughs> bullshit alliance, but um but when I mean the when they made merge and the, the clips from the next episode, I mean it looked like he's reunited with his long lost brother there with Dante. So I don't know who which way he'll go and and he has that ability to switch. So I suppose it's just up to him to determine which way, which way, or which one suits him better? So I think that'll be very interesting to see.
0: I I, I completely agree with you. I think uh, Felix is definitely the most interesting choice, and especially we have the context of him being uh, unwilling to put down, or, or either not knowing or being unwilling, and my guess would be unwilling to put down Teresa's name. So there's a there's an element of sentimentality towards him, and I, I wonder if that's going to impact how he views um, the alliances going forward because. If on paper it makes sense for, for Felix to align with the No Bullshit Alliance and then Tejan and Tony, because if, if he can manage to get rid of Dante, that's one person that's upset with him. I mean, if, if he sides with, and the rest of the Breakfast Club aren't really upset with Felix because they didn't really have a relationship with him. Whereas if he sides with Dante, he has the whole of the No Bullshit Alliance being upset with him. And Tejan and Tony, uh, who I mean, voted against him, but have been trying to extend the olive branch. So I I wonder if there'll be a bit of a emotional exposition that comes out because it is a, it, it's it seems like an easy choice on paper, but Survivor's not played on paper.
1: Yep, that's true. I mean, if it was, but... you would have made it to the final there, Kieran. Yeah, sure. <laughs> 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 nice I was
2: to say, the that heart. Is, that is... <laughs> That is a different uh, Yeah, I suppose it's a difficult one to think about because I, I get your point. But then you could maybe, maybe he looks at Dino and Phil and thinks these guys are too tight. They're not going to take me to Final Two because they've already, they've already said it's a Final Two. I, uh, I think they said in the mm-hmm. first episode. So now he goes, okay. Well, in, in reconsidering this, okay, now I am going to piss off more people maybe. But I know I'm super tight with Dante. So if we can get close enough to Final Two. I'm I'm maybe more you know more confident that Dante will take me to final two then I might get left out with Dino and Phil. So it's also something to consider in terms of pissing people off or who you tie to, so, you know.
0: Yeah, and Dante makes a great human shield, right? I mean he's a physical threat. Yeah. Felix rates himself as a beast and he's good at challenges. So like why not align with Dante and, and have him shielding you from, from a potential vote?
1: Yeah. And Sean, I think you'd get on better with Felix because I think uh, Felix has learned something he's still got that hard edge about him but he's got a soft soft undertone like those caramello bears i think that's I rude think you... eh?
2: that's rude <laughs> calling him soft
1: like a <laughs> yeah so but i mean just just to leave this sort of felix dante conversation i, I want to comment on tasia and this is very left field we've noticed in the edits i think it's been very deliberate from there and every time there's a vote that takes place They show him scouting around and I know it makes it look like he's really pondering and he's really giving a lot of thought to this vote that he he has to give in terms of, you know, what he should do. But I think there's, there's some method to this madness. And I think he is looking for something while he's doing that. So I wonder, I wonder if Tejan's going to be the guy that picks up one of the fake idols that have been lingering at -hmm. Tribal
2: Council. What do you guys think?
0: I I uh, didn't think of that. That's so smart. Sorry, go for it, Sean. Yeah, No, you. no,
2: I was just gonna say I'm, I'm, I'm finding it a bit difficult to read Tejon. He's playing a bit of Did a You and Teresa or both, me. bro? <laughs> uh, yeah, because <I> <laughs> he's, he's like, he, like, he seems to like approach in the in the beginning episodes he like approaches teresa and felix he seems willing to work with them and then he gets to travel council and then he goes no 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 and then like the next day he approaches them again like okay i know i didn't go with you that time but this time i promise i'm willing to work with you and then like and then at the end like also calling it out i'm I'm just i'm struggling to place him at the moment so um i i I don't know about i'd be interesting to see where he goes they do seem to be showing him voting a lot and looking so maybe that does um you know, it, it does mean something's coming in the future. We'll, we'll have to see. Well,
0: Claudio, now that you've said it, I really hope that happens. I really, really do. Yeah, I mean, I try reading to read into the edits and I always get it wrong, but I, I really hope you're right. That would be... Amazing I mean, you, to see. You could see. It would be you you amazing could, to you see. Could,
1: you could seem like finding him and say, "Look what I found." Then he's like, "Nico, I've got an idol." And he's like, "That's <laughs> not an idol." Like, oh shit! And him going, "Like, I think he said he's set up for that." I don't know. If, out of all the players that are there, I think he's the one that's going to do it, and I'm hoping so. And I will give him a golden spear for doing it, just because it makes it seem like we were right, Joe. Yeah. So thank you. If you do that, Tejan, you will be a hero here. You'll be, you'll go down the Tanya route of being a cult hero in the TNO books. That's what I'm saying. He, he's got that vibe about him. He's got that vibe about him, man. Oh, yeah, it's a bit of an enigma. You don't know, it's like he's based on his previous season, he's like, Oh, I'm playing this game now, and I'm playing with these guys that are playing. So now he's trying to play, but I think he's outplaying himself. That's that's the vibe I'm getting, but I'm enjoying it. So, no, no criticism there. Is there anything we're missing? Is there anything we want to comment on before we wrap this up?
0: Um, just last thing for me is, I'm really excited to see uh, the full package back together again i think the 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 three girls in Steffi, marion and, and meryl are running shit is, is the sense i get they all have advantages they're they're in a bigger alliance they have sub alliances they have uh relationships across both tribes um so yeah i think i think they're, they're going to put out some really really cool work so i'm i'm excited to see how how they do it how long it takes before they start cannibalizing each other and if anyone's going to, to start noticing that they say full package a lot.
1: No, I think that was a giveaway, actually. I think that should have been a, a wooden spoon moment. I think when they receive the sort of merge buffs and they start they screaming, start screaming it, like, full it, package, yeah. It becomes a bit, of, it's, that was very overt. Now, they could have gotten away with it to a certain extent because everyone's just so happy that they, or more relieved that they made it to that point. But I think they created too much. The, there was a specific focus where the editor was going, ah, Look at this moment happening. And everyone is like, yeah, what's going on here? You know, the full package. I also just want to say, should production not provide everyone with like underwear or panties, quackage? In Portuguese, it's called quackage, by the way. So quackage that allows them to hide their their idols because it seems to be the place that everyone puts them now.
2: (laughs) Um, I don't know. I would go with giving Dante some pants first thing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, that's a good start.
0: If you have a long enough dress, you don't need it. Um, yeah. it, it. It's completely up to you, man. You you know you're coming on. You know you're going to find an idol. Pack a... Wear three speedos on top of each other or something. Have some padding ready to go.
1: But is it going to become a thing now where... I mean, Kieran, when you played, were you looking down there? I mean, now, I mean, the next Survivor season, everyone's hiding it down there. You're going to have to start looking, going, hey, Sean... Are you packing something, or is that just natural You know, like that's one of the questions yeah. that you'd have to be wondering.
0: It's it, it it was too cold. Like everyone was fully clothed in our season, it, was, it would have been too hard to see. Like there were jackets and 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 everything else. Um, though that being said, like I on day one, I saw Dino had that idol of his because it was sticking out his pocket, and I was like, "This guy, what is he doing? Why why <laughs> why am I seeing the idol sticking out of his pocket?" Um, so, yeah, you, you, you always look, but yeah, you try not to look at someone's crotch for too long.
1: Sean. <laughs> <Sure. laughs> I saw that face.
2: You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I suppose, bit, yeah, it would be difficult. I think two, two seconds I is I looking for maybe... an uphill Anything
0: longer is harassment.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: right, Jets. That
1: pretty much wraps up the show for today. Final thoughts before we head out. And it doesn't have to be survival related.
0: Yeah, the Premier League starting tonight. Come on.
1: There Cannot we go. wait. you Man United no, fan, yeah?
0: I'm a United fan.
2: Yeah. So, so I'm just, just
1: uh, yeah. a worse one for you from my side, Sean? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, nah, nothing from my side. That's about it. Looking forward to the rugby this weekend. That's it.
1: There we go, gents. We've got some sport fans here as well, just in case you were wondering. I mean, I do know Richard is a Liverpool fan. So you and I, sir, we're on the same wavelength here. Down with United. Down. With Ronaldo. Let's hope Ronaldo can destabilize the team some more. Anyway, on that note, (laughs) if you don't know what to be, Sean, you know how to say this. I don't know, Kieran, you've been on enough shows. If you don't know what to be, be what? Be what? Be
0: cool. Lacquer.